Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bonneau, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go! So uh, I guess let's start with tell me about about your brand, about your project. What what do you do? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So uh, first of all, thank you very much for uh, having given us this opportunity. It's really incredible to be here. Uh, my name is Fernando. I'm the co-founder of Burton Tres. Uh, you guys can call us Gate Three. That's the right translation as well. We go by both okay. names. Uh, so Gate3 is a corporate travel expenses and payments platform for Latin America. We pretty much help companies with any process that they need to do in order to send employees to travel and to manage their expenses during those trips. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hold on. I think I lost you. You there? I think no, I lost the sign. Here. Oh, yeah. There you are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the the name you said uh, we I mean it's Portal Three. Yeah. And uh, and you 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 said as well Gate Three. So that's the that's the word for it in in. In English, yes. Yeah, but you you operate under both brands or, or one. Yes, we operate under both, and uh, as we keep scaling for other Latin America countries that speak Spanish. We're also going to, uh, to have uh, Puerta Tres, which would mm-hmm. be the right translation for Spanish as well. Okay, so you have that local approach as well. Yes, it was really important for us to uh, really try to bring each language specific to, to our customers. Uh, this way they can actually connect with the, uh, the name to what we do easier. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I mean, we're in the travel space and gate really just connects to like boarding gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Brazil, we usually call this portal and Spanish people call this puerta. So mm-hmm. we, we, we tried uh, our best to make sure our brand really communicated well. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where our customers are. And what's with the three? Where does that come from? The number uh, three. The number three, well, there are some theories behind this, but uh, we were always looking for on uh, answering the, those three problems, travel, expenses, and payments. So okay. that, that's, the mo- that, that's the main reason, to be honest. Okay, that's cool. All right. And um, in terms of we, because we do focus on naming and um, domains and and overall branding and online presentation, let's say. Um, I noticed you have, for for example, for Portal 3, you have the .com BR, but you also have the .com. What other domains do you have and, and what drives your choices when it comes to domain names? Yes, so we've selected uh, every option that we could find of uh, Gate 3, Portal 3, and Puerta 3. 
so we do have domains for uh, each country that we are present in or that we are expanding now, uh, such as other Latin uh, countries. Uh, but we've also uh, are trying to purchase this, the genericus.com, .co, and uh, other domains like that, just making sure our brand is really recognizable anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is quite impressive, I have to say, that because usually people go for, and that's a huge challenge when selecting a brand name, like how do we choose a name that uh, would speak to all of the audiences and usually what people do is they would start with whatever they are and then either rebrand or add a word or drop a word or change an extension and and you have chosen that way to brand like you keep the meaning but you translate the word into all the languages and that's quite unique yes uh, we decided to do this uh, because we really wanted our name to resonate from the meaning Mm -hmm. And a lot of our customers, mostly travelers, uh, they don't always uh, know how to speak English. So, uh, mm -hmm. For us, we just kept the Gate 3 uh, name, which I actually find it really good. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it maybe would not resonate better or resonate best with everyone. So we, we took this opportunity to really work with those three names and making sure uh, doesn't matter where you are, you would immediately at least connect it a little bit to mm -hmm. an airport and to a boarding gate and having that experience. In fact, our logo is actually based on airport signs as well. So mm -hmm. if you look at it and the name Bertal Puerta Gate is on a square, like a purple mm -hmm. square. They don't have three on the on the on the uh, right side, and that's mm -hmm. the same way as most airports across the globe does their signage and uh, point the right mm -hmm. way. So we, oh, yeah. we try to bring this idea into our logo as well. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's quite unique and quite interesting. Why purple? Is there is there a reason, or just you like the color? Uh, we've tried it uh, with dozens of different colors, to be honest. Okay. Uh, purple uh, was for us something that was unique and something that gave a little bit of sophistication. And this is something that we were trying to look for. Uh, mm -hmm. Corporate travel is for, for the travelers. It's sometimes it can be painful experience. And I mean, I, I myself, I, I was working at a consulting firm for five years before doing this. And as any consultant would tell you, we do a lot of travel. Uh, and mm. although there are a lot of benefits uh, and that there are incredible things that you can do while traveling as well. Uh, when it comes on managing the trip itself, like managing your flights, managing your hotels and uh, having this go through your travel agency, a lot of the times that, that yeah, you don't get the best experience possible. So mm -hmm. it was important for us to, uh, to bring this extremely good experience for the travelers. And mm -hmm. the way, uh, and uh, so, so going back to how we decided on the color, uh, we've actually had our, the first prototypes for the 
or our uh, platform, like the, our UI and UX for the platform itself. And we've tried the color, not just with the brand, but with the, with the, the prototypes as well. And mm -hmm. purple made it look uh, nice. So it was a good decision, but okay. I actually like it. That's cool. Yeah. Great. And how do you how do you solve those problems? You mentioned you solve those three problems for travels. How do you do that? Yes, uh, the, the general aspect of the business and the, the customer journey itself is that an employee signs into our platform, uh, both on mobile or on web. He can uh, search for his flights, his hotels, his car rentals, and, and any travel product that he needs. Although this is something that we have been doing as customers for the past five, 10 years, uh, when we need to do like leisure trips, for corporate travelers, 40%, uh, like 40% of Latin companies, they still book travel with emails. They have to send an email to the travel agency and make this up and forth until they find the right option. Mm. So uh, you can see how uh, non-technological the environment is today. So just by bringing people this nice interface that they can search for their flights, hotels, car insurance, buses, or anything like that on a single platform, it already starts making the traveler experience a lot easier. So he's able to find all of that information online. He, he makes his picks. Uh, there's usually someone inside the company that needs to approve that. So we have those approval policies in place as well. Once the, travel, the traveler makes his, his, uh, his selection and, and it gets issued, he's now able to really start uh, his travel. And now here he goes into doing his expenses. So he has to pay for his, uh, for his food. He has to pay for any kind of mm -hmm. uh, needs that he, that he has during the travel. So we give uh, those employees a credit card uh, this credit card automatically manage all of the budget that he has to use during the trip. So companies usually tell employees something like, okay, you can spend $100 per day on food. So mm -hmm. this card is uh, already comes loaded with that specific budget. That, so, that's, that, that's you that gives the card. Yeah. So you I, have all that. Oh, that's very cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, we have this fintech side as well. So we issue the card mm. and we place this credit card that they will use for <laughs> their food and for the restaurant or supermarket, uh, the, the gas that he needs for his car or anything like that. Uh, a lot of the time, uh, travelers were telling us that, that they were spending their own money, which... Uh, mm -hmm. for, Latin America scenario, it was not something that they, they wish they, they should do. Uh, but most importantly, they did not have the confidence that they were spending money right. Mm -hmm. And that they were worried that after they, if they already spent the money, and then 30 days later, someone inside the company say, hey, you, you could not have mm. purchased they would have yeah. to do this themselves. So, so they were uh, worried that uh, 
I mean, am I following the rules accordingly, or am I doing something wrong, or uh, mm -hmm. am I gonna get, uh, uh, is, is my manager going to call me and say that I, I did something wrong and I'm not want to uh, mess yeah. up? So uh, uh, by giving employees this credit card for the traveler experience, well, first, he doesn't have to pay with his own money anymore because uh, we are already managing this for them. But the, the credit card only gets accepted into places that he could make the purchases. Mm -hmm. Uh, if I if I if my company does uh, only allows me to buy food and pay for restaurants, I cannot get this card and go to uh, Forever Twenty One and try to buy something there because it's going to mm -hmm. be. Uh, and th this sounds like something that's worse for the employee and for the traveler, but it is something that they actually like because if the, if mm -hmm. the credit get accepted he's okay I, i'm i'm pretty sure my my manager is not going to call me and say that i didn't mm -hmm. so that they feel the pressure for the travelers starting to leave as well so we manage those kinds of things for them and uh, when he wraps it all up so he makes his transaction he gets the photo of the receipts uh we we then help the travel managers inside the company which is usually the finance team or some uh, area inside the finance area. Uh, we help them really manage all of the money that went through those transactions and uh, helping them close their books a lot faster. So we give those managers a virtual credit card that they will use to pay for the flights, for the hotels, for the car rentals. And because this is a virtual card that we generate exclusively, exclusively for each transaction, we already know uh, what reservation was paid with each information and they're able to close their books a lot faster because of this. Mm. They also automatically get all of the uh, expenses receipts back so they don't have mm. to wait for the employee to save the paper and uh, fill out an Excel spreadsheet and stamp it together and put it with mm. them. So they get this information automatically. In fact, 60% uh, of Latin companies is still do expenses with papers and Excel. I was just going to say that because as you were saying, they don't have to do the, 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 and I was like, Jesus, that's the thing from the past. And then I'm like, no, nah, actually, yeah, yeah, they still do that. A lot of people still do that. It's crazy. Yeah. There's just some yeah. areas that, that for some reason take their time to innovate and I don't understand why. Like with some, you literally have kids that, I had my kids, like he's 16, telling me, like I sent him something by email and ask him a few days later, did you get it? And he's like, where did you send it? I'm like, email. He's like, mom, nobody uses email. <laughs> like, because everything is like now, 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 instant messaging. Like they don't even look at email. And yeah, you, so you have that. And at the same time, you have other things that uh, like, like that accounting and, you know, travel management that, that's like whew, light years back. Yes, I yeah. know exactly how you feel. And <laughs> just to uh, compliment, uh, that's the reason why I decided to do this. Uh, I also, I was working uh, at a consulting firm that I told you. Uh, mm. And we were doing a lot of tech projects with big banks, big telcos in Brazil. Uh, and we were pushing those companies to the, the limit on digital experiences. And then mm. internally, 
I still had to, to save all the, my receipt papers. <laughs> I had to go back to the office and fill out an Excel spreadsheet, stample it, and oh and ask him, can you sign this paper for me? And he would sign, like literally get a pen and sign. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had to get all, all, of the, the, all of that paperwork and bring it to the finance team and put it in there. And I was like, crazy. I'm literally creating like the next telco and the next banks in Brazil while yeah. I'm in papers here. I had that, that's, that's like just craziness and not exactly related, but I had that at some point and that was in Eastern Europe, but like still you, you, you have, you know, a lot of startups and, and you have a lot of, well, it's no different from Western Europe when you go there, you know, everything is pretty much the same nowadays. But I had to change um, some document. I had to change my address to some whatever where I'm registered in whatever. And I went there for one thing, like you couldn't do it online. You couldn't do it on the phone. You had to go physically there. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm going to go physically there. So I'm going physically there in some, you know, building, um, state building, I'm talking to some lady. And she literally, she gets out some, like she went away, got out some like books, like, physical books came in and she's like, okay, what's your new address? And I tell her my new address and she finds like my name in that archive and it's written with a pencil and she deletes what was written and she puts in the new one. I'm like, oh my God, literally like, do you know what I mean? It's written with a pencil. So, because obviously I changed my address from time to time. I'm like, what if, you know, there's a flood or that building like I don't wish it would burn or anything, just, or anybody can go and, and yeah. you know, it's like, wow, <laughs> it's I mean, crazy. The, the, what happens if the paper just breaks? Or... Yeah, uh, well, at some point it's a good job I don't change my, or I don't notify them that I change my address that often because there'll be a hole there on that paper, you know, from deleting and, and writing it again. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know the feeling, I know exactly the feeling. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's been a long time since I haven't seen an eraser. Uh, yeah, oh, well, I have kids, so they, they, they have to use them. But even even that, a lot of like homework and everything is like getting digital now, like yeah. to a point where I'm like feeling myself evil, pushing them to write more because I'm like, you're going to just not be able to write because nobody writes. Well, I'm like, I find it hard, you know, that feeling when you're writing by hand. If you have to do your signature or you know write your name, it's okay. If you have to write like a paragraph, it's like, oh dear, I don't remember how to do that. <laughs> I know the feeling. It's exactly. Yeah. But I guess it's a similar in a similar like my example is in a, a government sort of institution. So those things apparently take time to innovate anywhere. And I, I guess as you said, you you were working in a, you know a company that was selling innovation to others, but it has some processes that are just super behind in terms of development. And it's something that um, like I oftentimes say about domain names and how people don't take those seriously as, as part of the, the branding uh, and marketing, simply because they're so used to doing things in a certain way that it's it's really hard and the bigger the organization is, the harder it is to change and to look at things differently, but things change like whether you see it or not, they happen. 
And uh, you're completely right. Cool. Um, yeah, I guess I don't want to hold you too long, but let, let's just maybe have a couple of questions on how has the pandemic affected you? Because you, especially you, you're in travel. Yeah, so uh, travel market was definitely the one uh, most affected. Uh, mm. We were born during the pandemic. So I really can't answer how, this, how okay. the pandemic uh, affected us because I, I never knew differently. Okay. <laughs> we started uh, thinking about this on late 2019, but it was just in the middle of last year that we launched our MVP and had the first customer. Okay. So uh, it, it's been definitely a ride, but... Uh, since the beginning, we figured that there were a lot of companies that needed to travel anyways. And it, when you look at it, it, it definitely does make a lot of sense. I mean, uh, most supermarkets across the globe did not find any sort of, uh, uh, like, I'm not sure how to say this in English, but uh, uh, they were not missing any products. And mm -hmm. shortage, reason, I guess. Yeah, shortage, perfect. Uh, so, and the reason of this being, uh, all of the factors were still working and they had uh, salespeople working across the nation, just making sure the products are arriving there and that they're picking up new orders. Uh, a lot of, uh, in the health sector, we usually think on, on doctors and, okay, doctors mm -hmm. are not traveling. They only work at, at one or two hospitals, but to make sure that the hospital still works, they have to have uh, all sorts of uh, management and uh, they have machines that need to be fixed and uh, like MRI machines that needed to be checked. Mm -hmm. And those companies that does those kinds of things, they still needed to travel across the country to do that as well. Uh, mm -hmm. We had a boom in construction in a lot of countries. And a lot of the, these guys had to send their engineers, their, uh, uh, the guys responsible for the, uh, for the, the work there to, to travel as well. And the same thing with energy. Uh, I can tell you about Brazil, but uh, Brazil has seen like a huge increase on uh, renewable energy and solar energy uh, last year. And these guys, they, I mean, there's no way for you to implement a solar mm. panel or not there physically. So they still yeah. need to. Uh, so we tended to focus on those kinds of uh, segments and markets last year. Uh, but we're seeing more and more that a lot of companies are picking up. So uh, today we have a lot of franchises. And uh, for us, since the beginning of the year, uh, all of the malls and all of the uh, commercial places never closed back down completely. And okay. because of this, a lot of franchises uh, decided to scale and decided to uh, add a lot of new stores uh, this year. So there's, again, they're uh, traveling again and they're using us to make those travelers. Uh, right now, we even serve tech companies and startups and uh, uh, unicorns in Brazil use us today to manage the trips that they have to do. And it's, uh, it, it can be a sales trip, it can be a management trip, but uh, they, uh, even like unicorns, uh, start, Brazilian startup unicorns are using us today because they felt the need to, to travel.
Yeah. Mm. Uh, what I mean is, we definitely want everyone to be safe, but to making sure that the, the world keeps moving and there are products in supermarkets and everything. Travel did need it to uh, kept going last year, and uh, as vaccination keeps increasing on the markets that we are in, we're also seeing that companies are coming back to travel again. Mm. No, that's that's very actually interesting because travel was literally like all the conversations I've had um, <clears throat> with entrepreneurs about how has COVID affected this or that. Like travel is always in the top, like obviously travel. And you have managed not just to launch a startup in travel, but like make it work. And, and now you're talking about like where it could fit very well and even you know expand as the pandemic is going so that's that's really cool as as i guess way of looking at things like you said the, the world has to keep moving and it's a like the, it's not a reason to you know like what are we going to do sit down and wait <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean we, we definitely had to make the the choice last year uh, so we were building it when COVID hit globally. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we, we had to decide if this was something that we would still believe in or if this is something that uh, could go wrong. Uh, I mean, we're obvious, obviously on the uh, positive side and we, we definitely think that travel is coming back. Uh, but that this might take some time and I'm fine of this because I want people to be safe. Uh, so for us, we are able to, to keep growing 30% now month over month. Uh, we are onboarding customers every single day today. Uh, the customers that we have are scaling. So I guess it was a right decision for us to start last year because we already started in the middle of COVID, and mm. as COVID keeps coming out and travel keeps picking up again, uh, we are picking up and growing with it. Yeah, that's great. Did you have in mind, because you, you launched basically in the pandemic, but like, did you have in mind to target those um, industries that can, oh, yeah, those businesses that can still travel during the pandemic or that came later? To be honest, it was pure luck. Yeah. Uh, so we have our product was ready and we tried to get a hold of a lot of companies. I was okay. in tech, so most companies I knew were also in tech. And a lot of them had employees and developers working from home. So they were like, you know, we, we were doing a lot of travel before. We're not doing today. Maybe call us back in six months. Yeah. And See, that's where a lot of people would stop and say, ah, that's not going to work, that startup thing at the moment. Yes. Uh, we did. And they were like, Let, let's get pushing. Let's get pushing. And then there was this uh, uh, one company that uh, I did not know them. It was a completely cold call. Uh, they were a factory in the city that we are based in. It's a one hour flight from Sao Paulo. Uh, and they sell candy and uh, party products for supermarkets okay. across the country. Uh, 
so uh, they really uh, and I get I get a hold of this director there and he was like sure can you come on in today and you talk and I was like absolutely uh, I mean I was I've been getting like no's and no's and no's for the past few weeks and then this one guy said can you come on in today and I was like absolutely for sure <laughs> So I went on and we had this talk and we showed him the product and he decided to start using us on the same call. So we closed him on that meeting. He signed the contract the same day. Uh, we didn't even have a contract to talk to him. So it was a matter of <laughs> coming back and calling our lawyers and say, I need a contract for the next hour. Can you please? <laughs> uh, so uh, he, he got our contract the, the same day. And the next day, he purchased his first flat. So uh, things moved really fast with that. And uh, that made us take a, a step back and try to figure out what just happened. Uh, we were getting a lot of no's. And then this one person is buying flights every day mm. now. Uh, uh, and after we, we made it work for him, uh, for the next few, few days, uh, I actually called him. I was like, so uh, let me just ask you something. W what are your travelers for? I mean, uh, why are you sending them to travel? And that's when he explained to me that the only way that he could sell today is by having employees visiting supermarkets and taking the orders, like literally the pen and pencil orders. Okay. So <laughs> had those employees traveling. And uh, employees visiting new supermarkets and expanding his market and uh, making sure the product that he was shipping was being received okay and there was no problems. And uh, training people in the supermarkets <clears throat> how to explain about any specific problem, any specific product that he was selling. So for him, it made a lot of sense to send those people and have this contact one-on-one -on -one in supermarkets. Uh, and that's when we realized that he's probably not the only one in Brazil doing this and uh, mm. maybe to try to find similar companies like that, uh, we would be able to grow. So we started from that segment and things just kept scaling with other segments later on. That's brilliant. Very cool. That's a, that's a great story. And, and it's a very cool story to hear, yeah, especially like literally you were born in the pandemic in the sector that was like suffering most from it and, and you made it work. That's that's brilliant. That's great to hear. Okay, last question. I'm gonna, I'm, I keep thinking I'm holding you like up and it's late. It's late here. It's not late where you are, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, okay. it's not here, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. So what's, okay, <laughs> cool. Right. Yeah. What's next? What's next for Portal 3? Uh, yeah. So we are working with a lot of new products. Uh, well, we are startups. So it, uh, for us, moving fast is what matters the most. Uh, for the past few months, uh, we were at Y Combinator Summer 21 batch, which was an incredible experience for us. Uh, YC. <laughs> really made us focus on the things that uh, matter the most. In our case was getting our product and selling. While we were doing that, we kept talking to our customers and discovering things that 
that they needed and that uh, that they thought it could be better. So we are now working on those things. There are both smaller, uh, smaller tweaks that we're doing, but also entire new products that we're gonna be launching soon. Uh, we are also working on scaling our product across other countries in Latin America. We already have customers using us in Mexico and Colombia, uh, but we want to really be able to serve all the other countries as well. So we are working on bringing our products there. Great. What sort of a team do you have? How big is your team? Uh, we have 10 people on the team today. Okay. It's a tight ship. Sorry? It's a tight ship. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, well, you're doing a good job, obviously. So that's, that's what's important. Thank All right. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's probably good for now. Um, I'd love to sort of see how you develop. And yeah, what markets do you cover? What markets do you mean? M markets do you cover? So like I'm in France, for example, would I be able to use your services or when do you envisage that happening, if not? Today, we are only working with uh, some countries in Latin. Uh, our focus is to serve the continent better. Uh, but yeah, we're obviously looking at other markets, uh, probably not going to be there in the next few months, but uh, we're looking at opportunities across the globe as well. Okay. Yeah, well, let me know when you get here. <laughs> I'll definitely do. Remember. I think, yeah, <laughs> there'll be some, some needs here as well. All right. Cool. Really appreciate your time. I really, really do. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Have a, have a good day. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's day already. Uh, <laughs> if you have any other questions, let me know. Uh, you have my email, you have Eduardo's sure. email, it's my point of contact to those kinds of things. Uh, but let me know if you have anything else. But uh, otherwise, really appreciate the time. Sure. You too. Thank you. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Have a nice day. Bye. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Smart Branding Podcast. Feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions, questions, ideas, or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand. See you next time.